Professor Flimflam, she's Wonko, and this is episode 17 of Bard's Eye View. This uh, week we're looking at episode 17, The Royal Couple of Thieves, from the first season of Xena Warrior Princess. Hello you. Hi, do you think you'll ever get your intro good? No. <laughs> it's a running joke at this point, that Flimflam's <laughs> intro is different every week and a bit shit every week. A little bit shit. And yet every she, week a little bit shitter and yet she insists on keeping the job I don't insist it's just you, you do, fine you do it okay hi I'm Professor Flimflam she's wait 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 a minute wait a minute <laughs> something's not quite right there see not as easy work. as I make it look uh, must be it yeah <laughs> <laughs> should, we should we talk about this excellent episode yeah oh spoilers it's an excellent episode oh you can cut that bit out oh no no I can't be bothered <laughs> so much editing. Well, I did. I did warn you last last time that I thought we were probably on a bit of an upwards turn this week. Um, you warned. That seems like an odd choice of words. <laughs> threatened. <laughs> threatened you with a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So should we let, let's talk about the episode itself. We open. Um, with a bunch of monks, or, well, hooded figures, but we, we can assume they're monks. Yeah, they're um, like Monty Python monks, you know? They are like Monty Python <laughs> monks. <laughs> There's a couple of things that are they're sort of Monty trudging, Python-esque tr- in this episode. Trudging along trudging along the road, heavily hooded, but but they're, they're brown robes and hoods. So they're, capuchin monks. They're not the monks. evil kind, yeah, like the capuchin yeah. monks. Do, do you want to tell us a bit more about capuchin monks? Um, I don't know. I saw a post on Tumblr about how they're named after the colour of coffee. Or is it the colour of coffee is named after? Or is it the coffee um, is named after the colour of their robes? I think that might be it. And there's also a link with capuchin monkeys. Because, it's, again, it's the same colour the same, combo. Is it the same root? Yeah. So, is coffee there, there named after a, monks or monkeys? A half-heartedly researched... <laughs> I didn't research I, it. I hesitate to call it fact. <laughs> it's not. It's not. That's not a. Re- that's not research. That's that's you putting me on the spot to know something about Capuchin monks. This is just because <laughs> I I'm we Catholic. talked about it. <laughs> Racist. Catholics must know about Capuchin monks. No, oh. I thought we'd had a conversation about this, but no, we've never did. Obviously this. not. No, I don't. It just. It sounds like the sort of conversation, the, the kind of highbrow educational conversation we would have. Oh, yeah, yeah, obviously. Being both <laughs> highly educated people. Anyway, back to these here monks. <laughs> we, we know they're monks because they're wearing the robes. Um, they're carrying staffs, one of which has a big glass blob on it that's no, no, no. meant to be a precious jewel. What's in it, right? This is for any of you who uh, grew up watching Channel 4 in the 90s. This is the this is the fucking crystal maze crystal. This is like, <laughs> <It> is. <laughs> this is like um, I've written on my notes here in all caps. Where's the crystal? Because that's what everyone <laughs> always screamed when you went in when you got stuck into a room, and the other useless twat members of your team would all line up outside the window and just scream, "Where's the crystal?" at you. I mean, they, knew, they would never help. By way just, of helping. That's I had helping. Not for it. Oh, useless <laughs> morons. And you're sitting um, you're sitting there screaming at the screen. It's a fucking mental game. Shut up and let him think. Where's the crystal? 
Um, <laughs> should just say when she says it's a mental game that that's not the M slur. It, it was actually a, <laughs> that was a type of game, mental game. A cerebral. Meant you had to use your brain. Yeah, you your physical, <laughs> mental, mystery. Those were my favourite. The mystery games. They were sort of like escape rooms. Um, oh. and what was the other kind? I don't know. I didn't really watch it. It was a little bit late for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, as, well. as in, I'm a bit too old for it. Not it was on too I, late. In the I understand. Day. Yes. Yes. Okay. Anyway, the other way the other way we know that they're monks is they're chanting, and it's very similar to the the hokey chanting we had from Gabrielle a few weeks ago when she passed herself off as um, a priestess of Demeter from mm. Nonamia. <laughs> you may remember the kind of chanting. So we know they're monks. Yeah. Okay. Um. Now, either there's a festival in town or it's washing day because there's Probably there's a lot of stuff day, yeah. strung up. We don't know if it's bunting or laundry. I, I think it's meant to be bunting, but it's I think it's raggedy. laundry. Oh, okay. My memory is it's laundry. I think it was probably a Monday. That's washing day. <laughs> That's washing day all, universally all over the world, surely. All right. Um, but then we've got a guy also who did, but this time black hood. So you know, yes, this different. is a, this is it's a the, bad it's the obligatory man, yeah. hooded figure, a hooded figure with a mustache, um, hooded figure of the week. Yeah, nice one. Uh, who <laughs> uses some amazing tool to sneak oh, down? A tiny, tiny little crossbow. Yeah, and he sneaks like something down. got out of a cracker. Yeah, he's got it out of a Christmas cracker, yeah. Solstice cracker. So he managed to, so he can nice. swing down to grab this crystal. Because, you know, where's the crystal? There it is. He's got it. Now he needs to escape. You need to get where's out. Where's the crystal? Oh, got it. You need to get out with the crystal before and the time he... runs out. Otherwise you get locked in. Um... <laughs> in inexplicably yodels as he as he does it. Which yes. I wasn't aware was a an ancient Greek method of communication yeah and then he runs off and takes his disguise off and whoa it's bruce campbell i have written on oh my god it's ash from the evil dead yeah i've written on my notes bruce campbell fucking yes yes That's it, you know because i was just like um it was like it, you know he's so good i love bruce campbell i texted you last he's night excellent. bruce campbell should have a fucking oscar i don't know how, <laughs> yeah, he how has he not got an oscar <laughs> there should be a category for like most entertaining actor best best performance in a B movie yeah there should be honestly yeah. it's homophobia that he's not got an Oscar <laughs> <laughs> I mean he's not gay but whatever uh, yeah as far, well, as far as I know um, so he he's got the glass blob or the, the crystal we will it's the crystal let's yeah. call it the crystal he's got the crystal he tosses it uh, with, a, with a chuckle admires his own reflection in a barrel only to have his face dunked into his own reflection by Zena. Yeah. Uh, you probably knew that was coming because it's, it's Cause, that show. Because the show's called Zena. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, a bit of, bit of false jeopardy there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he, he scarpers, he runs through the village, he dashes between the, the laundry or whatever it is, he I goes up little laundry. side alleys and upstairs... Zena decides not to not to bother with all this. She she just chases him by tight roping, yeah, tight tight rope tight rope walking along the bunting stroke laundry. So yeah, she's up um, the washing line. That's what I'm saying. 
all right, she's up in the washing line, you know. But I mean, she she's so she's Can so you say that happy. Again? The what the washing line, the washing line, up in the washing line, um, up the washing line. I've gone pure. I've gone full Glasgow the day. Gone pure Glasgow. Yeah. So I have. Um, Who have you been talking to this morning? Have you, have you been no on the phone one. to your mum this morning? No, no. I had the t- two hours on the phone to my mum the other night. That was my penance. Uh. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> um, she has texted me this morning, though, just to see how I am since I had oh, yeah. my vaccine. Um, yes, we are. Well, we're not fully vaccinated, but we are, no, we are half vaccinated. And now we're now a podcast. half vaccinated podcast instead of a quarter vaccinated. Go on. Yeah. Progress. Yeah, progress indeed. Yeah. So the last episode, in the last episode we recorded, I said I was having my vaccine tomorrow. That has now happened two days ago. So hmm. I'll give you some clue of the timeline. Um, and yes, I did have a couple of side effects, but I've been fine for a day and a half. So I, I don't know what she wants from me. I've been telling um, her that I'm to be okay. Fair, one, one of your side effects was a really good night's sleep. Oh, it was brilliant. God, uh, <laughs> the best night's sleep I've ever had. I've you know, when the cats get their vaccines, vaccine boosters, the vet always warns you they might be a bit sleepy in the evening. And yeah. No one warned me. No one, no vet warned me I'd be sleepy in the evening, but it was brilliant. It was fantastic. Good. Best night's sleep ever. So I'm really looking forward to the second dose. I mean, also, you know, for, for <sighs> maximum COVID protection, but also for a good night's sleep. <laughs> anyway, so Xena is so... Like she's she's grinning from ear to ear at the prospect of chasing this guy down. She's so happy about it, and he's r- dashing through like a mad thing. Um, my wife noted mm. this. We we're watching it together, and she said, "Um, uh, so he's running away like a crazy thing, and she's just sort of jogging after him." And I said, "Actually, this is the definition of the word lope. She lopes yes. after him. Very fanficy yes. word that. It is, but it's it's justified here. <laughs> yeah. she, she practically saunters along the wire. Yeah." It's good. Yeah, it's class. good. And then there she gets him at the end of the end of the village and does a yeah. fantastic carpet on a stair trick as well. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> as, do you know, as soon so he starts running up some stairs, there's carpet on them. I don't think we've ever seen carpet in no. Dina Warrior Princess. So this carpet is obviously only there to be tugged out from under tu- his yeah, feet. It's great. It's fantastic. And Gabrielle <laughs> appears in a monk outfit, so I assume she was one of the monks. Yeah, so th- this has obviously been a, a setup to 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 get hold of whoever this man is. Yeah, um, and and we do know it's a setup because um, it turns out that the the crystal, yeah, Zena um, and Gabrielle aren't really bothered about the fact he's stolen the crystal because they say, well, what what would you want with a melted chunk of rock sugar anyway? Yeah, and it was a fake, and when he got dunked in the barrel, the the crystal melted. Class. Um, Gabrielle said it it looked like a diamond, didn't it? Ha um, Oh, Gabby, don't be no, smug. No, it, it did not. No, it looked like it's Crystal Maze Crystal. <laughs> We've established that, yeah. thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm talking to Gabrielle, not not to you. Okay, right, sorry. So you're not, so, you're not so telling he says, me, I've got it. No, no, no. So the, so the guy says, Bruce Campbell says, nice try, but it's not quite enough to catch. And he strokes his moustache, oh, which is one of his little great. Ca- character things mm-hmm. the king of thieves so here we have autolycus king of thieves yeah he goes to run xena pulls the carpet that as i say is is obviously only there for that purpose mm-hmm. and we have a, an excellent slapstick move here as he um comes down the stairs his chin bashes on each step <laughs> on each step and we get some excellent rhubarb that basically goes 
as he goes down each each step. And there's a lot of chins to work very, with, very with Bruce good. Campbell. Eh? I said there's a lot of chins to work with with Bruce Campbell. <laughs> there is. Have you read his it's autobiography? All... No, I need to. I've been meaning to for years. Yeah, it's called If Chins Could Kill. <laughs> <laughs> Shins could kill, they probably will. <laughs> nice. Well, yes. next time you visit me, but, you can read it while you're here because I've got it. Oh, cool. One day. <laughs> so we we love Bruce Campbell and we love this character, Autolycus, the King of Thieves. He's so suave. Yeah. He's, he's just, he's everything. Yeah. I sent, um, you this, I sent you this thing that I found that I saw on Twitter yesterday, right? Uh-huh. It was this little text, which I thought was really just Autolycus to a T. I don't flirt, I just talk. It's not my fault everything I say is smoother than the cream cheese spread on your bagel. <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. That's Autolycus, man. He's, yeah, he's got he's got the voice, he's got the eyebrow, he's got the the, uh, yeah. the moustache. And we don't even mind his little soul patch too much. No, I don't mind any of it, yeah. 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 So, I so, mean, th- this to... character is new to us on this podcast. I don't think he's new to the franchise. I think he's been on Hercules before. I think so. Um, well, it's referenced that he's... He references Hercules quite a bit, so I'm pretty sure he's already yeah, he took, on Hercules. He, yeah, he talk, talks about Hercules a, a, a couple of times, but but we can skate over that. Yeah. Um, it it, uh, it transpires that, that this whole thing has been a setup because Xena wanted to get hold of him because she wants him to steal Something. the most valuable object in the world. Of course, yeah. Dun dun dun. Well, not dun 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 so much as. That's that's the opening. That's the bagpipes at the opening sequence. Oh, okay. It didn't say anything. I'm very surprised you didn't recognise it. It didn't say anything like it. That's probably why. Do you want me to try it on the kazoo? Yeah. I'll work on it. Get your fucking kazoo out. I've got it. All right. Yes. Come on. (laughs) Get your kazoo out for the last. Yeah. Work on it. Yeah. Work work on on it. it. (laughs) <laughs> look i'm sure it'll come naturally to you that skirling and droning <laughs> yes yeah, scottish people have bagpipes built in <laughs> built in yeah i'm not fat it's just my built-in bagpipes <laughs> that's a beautiful image <laughs> anyway Forced so we get the opening. built-in bagpipes <laughs> So do you just sort of do chicken chicken wing manoeuvres? Well, I do to, have to quite, the, I do have pretty out. chicken skin, upper chicken arm chicken skin. skin. As you know from when chicken I tried to show you my injection site, and you're like, "How can I tell what it is?" Where I did I not tell? say that. No, I'm just I'm just putting that in your I'm putting that those words in your mouth. You're making me sound like a like an arsehole. person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Let's. So <laughs> after the opening series, we're we're in a tavern, um, sitting down. Gabrielle and Zena have got Autolycus sat down, hands tied, um, with a dagger through them, through dagger the, not through, through the his knot, hands, yeah, through the through the knot, um, which I don't really get because the the knot is Zena's whip, isn't it? She's tied him up with her whip. Is it her whip? I think so. Well, it's that sort of plaited. Plated cord. Anyway. I don't think it's her whip because I think I think we see her whip later. Okay, but I'm not sure. But uh, I don't know. Okay, 
Yes. So there's uh, he asks them to cover his hands up because it's embarrassing to be seen bound. So they do that, which is obviously a trick. Lol. Obviously a trick. You know. Um, yeah. <laughs> so they're chatting away back and forth about what they want about what they want him to do. Meanwhile, he's releasing his hands from the, the knot under the thing. Very obviously. Yeah. Oh, there's a there's a lovely lovely little um, bit of what we in the trade call business. Yeah. Isn't there? He he knocks something. He knocks a bowl of fruit or something with his elbow to get Zena to take her eye off him for a minute. And he reaches one hand out from under the yeah. under the cover to to take a swig of wine, puts puts it back. Yeah, which Gabrielle notices and doesn't say anything. And doesn't about. say a single thing. She's like, "What? What? Oh, am How I going you mad? That? You know, it's like it, it's like um, it's a cute moment. It was it's sort of like when you disturb a bandit in Skyrim, and then you go back into the shadows, and they're like, mm, "I must have imagined it." You know, or like it's, it's, sort of, it's sort of more like when you shoot an arrow into the person directly next to them, they get alarmed for ten seconds, and then when they don't immediately see you, just go back to doing what they were doing, going, "I oh, must, must have been the wind." You know, the wind threw an arrow through his neck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, meanwhile, we we get a bit of exposition here. So, um. Zena has, has obviously had some sort of letter of introduction from Hercules because he's he's mentioned at this point. So this mm. is how she knows about Autolycus. And she says, do you know Malthus, warlord Malthus? And we, we have a little bit of exposition here. So Malthus has stolen a, a, a chest, a fabulous chest covered with gold and jewels, and he's going to auction it off to the biggest, baddest, richest baddie in the land. Yeah. Um, we know that the chest is a powerful weapon. We don't know what it does. What we do know is that Malthus has stolen it from some friends of Xena's. Um, and it, it's it's fairly clearly um, an, an artifact we're going to recognise. Or we, we kind of, we, we know what yeah, it's going to be, don't we? I didn't remember, uh, I didn't remember, really remember this episode other than that Autolycus was in it before I started watching it. And then yeah. when we reached this part, I was like, ah, no, we won't spoil what it is yet. But okay. I remembered what it was at this point, and I was like, "Oh yes, it's that episode." Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, it's that episode. It's that episode. So, um, so this, this point... is when yeah, Autolycus is like, "Well, thanks for the invite to this terrible fucking yeah. deal that you've got for me, but no thanks, and I've got out of your trap." Ha <laughs> And he goes to stand up, and then falls right over because while Zena was under the table, uh, picking up the fruit that he dropped. She's tied his leg up with her whip, so... <laughs> Lol. <laughs> so we get a nice pratfall. So yeah. she's, in effect, she's tied his shoelaces together. Yeah, pretty um, much. And it's 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 kind of like that episode with the Cyclops, except he doesn't he doesn't cry when he falls over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just There's making so much... people fall over is a, is a good method of capture. Making people fall over is, like, top comedy. Yeah. Like, this is so, there's so much good physical comedy in this episode. There is, there yeah. is. He's he's great. He's great. Um, he's still not keen on the job, but but basically they employ um, tr- textbook negging. Yeah, they neg the shit strategy. Out of him. So well, he he couldn't. You're, yeah, I, I get that. You know, you couldn't you couldn't carry yeah. off the job, and that the real king yeah, of thieves would be keen. It. You know, but I guess we'll have to go to this other guy. I hear he's good. There's such a good double act at this part. At this at this point, you know. See then, Gabriel, yeah. like the the. Their relationship has evolved so much since they first met. 
yeah. um you know they just play off each other so and you can and like you know <coughs> they know each other so well at this point it's so funny yeah it's um, fun it's, and it, it's and, a lot of fun and he's like i know what you're trying to do and she's like and gab's like oh yeah i told you it wouldn't work and he's like no no it worked like, <laughs> <laughs> no it worked yeah um, uh, he's self-aware I'm, I'm self-aware about my ego but it does work yeah. So. yeah. so basically, he's got a rep to protect, so he he kind of has to take the job on now. Um, now, the one thing we didn't mention is that for reasons, um, the auction will take place on an island. So this is kind of like a, and then there were none kind of yeah, set up. For, although, for, for some reason, it has to take place somewhere isolated. Yes, yes, it's on an island that they can't get to. So that, that it's not it's not as, and then there were none as... A later episode, which also takes place on an isolated island. True. An True. isolated island for a prize that everyone wants and all the bad people are invited. This is a very similar setup, actually, isn't it? It's a, it's a stock setting, isn't it? Yeah. I love, I love, um, and then they were done, none sort of things. Yes. I'm so, I'm crazy for them. I can't, I can't get enough. There's actually a classic Xena fanfic that I recall, um, which I think was called The Hanging Gardens. They all go to they all go to Babylon and like there's all the leaders of various countries. So Lauma's there and Julius Caesar's there, or it might be oh, cool. it might be might be uh, Brutus by that point. Um, there's a whole bunch of other guys and they're all getting killed off one at a time. And this is a, set in the Conqueror verse, so Zena's the leader of Greece at the time. Okay, it's really really good. It's a really I'm good. Sure. It's it's many years since I've read Zena fanfic, but I'm, yeah. I might look that up. It's really good. It's a um, sequel to. It's a sequel, but it doesn't really matter, you know. Yeah. Like, I can I can okay. summarize the original, the first one for you if you if you decide to read it. It's really. I remember it being really good anyway. I mean, I hope it still is. <laughs> <laughs> and the other big um and then there were none type thing that I'm trying to get you to read is Giddy in the Ninth. Yeah, I'll read it. Yeah, I'll read it. It's on. Yes. It's on my list. It's Goblin's my reading list it right now, and she texted me this morning Did... saying it's brilliant. So I mean, I know. Oh, cool. I know that. Cool, cool, cool. Anyway, carry on. Um, did you did you see just while we were on, and then there were none? Did you see there was a an adaptation of it a couple of years ago, yeah, written by BBC. Sarah Phelps, who does some really good does some really good um, adaptations. Yeah. Um, so if people haven't watched that, that's awesome, and has people like Anna Maxwell Martin in, who's just brilliant. Yeah. So watch that, friends. Yeah. Okay. Let's anyway, back back to the back to the thing you came here for. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's, it's stress up that, time. Yeah, we, we've decided that Autolycus will go to the auction in the persona of Centaries, who is a philosopher, but also a warrior or something. He's an assassin. He's, he's a baddie. He's, he's just a, a baddie. He's just, yeah. Baddie with a brain. I mean, sort of. We meet him later in Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, warrior's a stretch, but... Yeah, no, he's a, he, he likes to kill people and he's good at it. That's his thing. And he's supposedly able to kill people with very unusual things. Yes, you like know. A, such as a toothpick. Yeah, which comes up later. But you know the yeah. other day, not the other day, well it was the other day actually, I think last week when we did the Mortal Beloved episode and you said, here comes some villagers going to the festival, uh, oh, the festival wearing, yes. wearing the entire contents of the dressing up box. Well, they've yes. got the dressing up box out again. I mean, that uh, really... Yes. This is All these clothes are just 100% little girls dressing up box. Especially the yeah, big, like, the golden cloak. The gold robe. <laughs> I wore my coat of many colours. Whoa, whoa. 
<laughs> yeah, so there's a fun sequence where uh, Autolycus and Gabrielle are, are kind of chatting while Xena's yeah. dressing Autolycus up to, to try and get the Centauri's um, get the Centauri's look signature yeah. look. Yeah, and they 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 settle on something less less gaudy than the the golden robe slightly. Um, like only only slightly. Xena will go with him as his assistant. That's mm. that's her in. Um, so she she's got some kind of peasant blouse affair that she's going to wear, and and Autolycus jokingly picks up a corset, a kind of Basque thing. Yeah. Says, "I think you'd look good in this." Yeah, um, she would. You're right. She would. Mm-hmm. I wonder <laughs> if we'll find out if she does. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all aboard the ferry to Malthus Island. Um, yeah, I've written we... here, rogues on a boat. That's the... Rogues on a boat. <laughs> You've seen snakes on a plane. Yeah. It's just like a rogues gallery. They're all on the boat. There's a guy with a scar. There's a guy with an eye patch. You know, it's like, it's how you know they're bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's all the... Um... It's all the usual ableist. St- so last last week we had queer coding yeah, villains. I think this, we sort this... of got it again this week, to be honest. Yeah, I think we have. <laughs> there's, there's another there's another guy with a really nasty blonde perm, but yeah. we, I don't we don't really see much of him. But um, yeah, so so we have we have these kind of disfigurations like scars and eye patches and perms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was um, going to ask you if you've never had a perm, but you don't need one, do you? Your hair just does that no. naturally. Uh, yeah, I have. <laughs> you I go have, poodled uh, on on the reg naturally. Yeah. <laughs> well, my my sibling's nickname for me when I was a kid was Medusa. Oh, that's, that's makes kind sense. of the, Yeah, it's true that I've never that's... been able to look at you directly without turning to stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank God for Zoom. Thank God for Zoom. That's technolo- That's a technological solution. <laughs> So, um, Autolycus at this point has a little bit of revenge for being set up in this way. He introduces yeah. uh, Zena as his his lovely assistant, Cherish, and um, says, "Now she's 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 kind of a bit anxious. She's never been on a boat before, so I've brought her this lovely this lovely outfit to to cheer her up." <laughs> and out comes the the basque that he tried to get her to wear before. It's um, it's quite like the one she did the sexy dance in a, a little while ago. Yeah, it's very similar. It might even be the same outfit, to be honest. It, I mean, it's probably the same one with a, a couple of shimmery green panels tacked onto it, I think. Yeah. Um, so she's kind of furious, but to be fair, she wears it very well. Plays along, yeah. Yeah. She does play along a bit. You know, it, it, does, it does suit her. <clears throat> so it looks good. Yeah, she fills it well. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Autolycus is hamming it up, faking being Centauri's, boasting about how many people he's killed and the inventive ways he's he's done it. <laughs> and uh, there's, there's some there's some guy on the boat who says, "So you you killed?" I didn't make a note of who it was, or some um some tribe or some army that he he wiped out. Yeah, um, with an apricot. With an apricot stone, that's right. <laughs> With an apricot. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought that was very Monty Python that part. You know the bit where the, the self defense class. Yeah, the self defense class where he'll only teach them how to defend themselves against a guy holding a piece of fresh fruit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
that. And then he's like, it's so, I, I just, every line is so good. He's like, is that how you killed the whoever? And he's like, well, the problem with an apricot, the problem with killing someone with an apricot is that it's instant. No time to collect information. So for those circumstances, I usually use a muffin. slow and painful death by muffin yes oh my Um, god obviously it turns out that the uh, the victim of the muffin was this guy's brother yeah so yeah so um that this is the guy with a scar and he he chucks autolycus overboard i mean centuries centuries yeah yeah um as he goes over xena dives after him, somehow saves him, um, and he, he pops up on the other side of the boat, clambers back over. Yeah, this is really good. Um, this and there's a really... <laughs> tell us about this bit. Well, okay, so he's on one side, right? And um, Xena is still hanging off the edge on the other side, and she's got his little grappling hook, his tiny grappling yeah. hook, which she hooks in behind... Um, they wouldn't have a, they wouldn't even have a time to discuss this, but whatever. She hooks into this guy's belt, the guy with the scar. He's like, well, he, he's facing up to him, right? He's like, well, I can still, I'm gonna take you on again, you know. Yeah. And Atolikus pulls out his toothpick, and then um, everybody's like, ooh, the toothpick. <gasps> oh, the toothpick, the toothpick. Um. And then you know, just as you think, just you know. He, he, the guy starts to back down because of the fear of the toothpick but then he changes his mind and he's like no I'm going to get my sword out and Autolycus turns around and Wheow! you know throws the toothpick extremely hard with that sound effect yeah that sound effect and simultaneously Xena tugs on the thing Xena, the Xena tugs hook. on the grappling hook thing to drag him back as if this toothpick has hit him with such force that it's shoved him at arse overhead on to the other side of the boat and it's not down it's beautifully done it's so good it's beautifully done so good Um, and the other thing that's beautifully done is is autolycus trying to come up with off the hoof um (laughs) philosophy yeah (laughs) he's had a few goes at and at this point there's the food's ready down below below decks and he says well hunger is the god's way of saying eat Mm, yeah, he is wise. Truly, Centaurus is wise. I wrote that. I wrote that one down because it's just like, what the fuck. Um, <laughs> and at this point, I've had a massive, like, painful grin on my face for a good yeah. twenty minutes. You know, it's like this episode is is fucking brilliant. <laughs> and I have to say that hunger is the god's way of saying eat. It reminded me of um, a moment in Acorn Antiques. <laughs> And it transpires that uh, Mrs. Overall's husband has died. And Miss Babs says, how did he die? Oh, his heart stopped, Miss Babs. And that's, there's a sad face. And she says, well, sometimes that's God's way of telling you you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Same energy. So the comedy in this is as good as Victoria would. It I mean, is. That's a, the highest compliment I can think of. I know. Oh, I know. So we get to the island and it is a fanfic setup because there's only one bed. One bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which Autolycus points out and, and Xena has this don't even think about it vibe going on. <laughs> but they, they, they do make use of their luxurious quarters to do, do a little bit of plotting. Yeah. Um, now, Ma- Malthus 
Uh, isn't that the name of the guy that isn't it the name of the 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 high priest servant who Saint Peter cut the ear off of? (laughs) Oh, in the passion. Oh, now talking talking of servant guys, Ah, also on the boat was um, a guy. I've written his has written his name down. I didn't write his name down. His name's Arkle, which I think is the name of a champion horse. Arkle? You mean like Urkel? Arkle. Urkel. <laughs> it's Arkle. Isn't Urkel a thing? Is that from a TV show? I don't know what that thing is, but um, okay, Arkle, I think, is the name of a really famous Okay, so this guy's a fucking horse, horse then, right? Okay. Um, but he is also someone we've seen before. Is he? Yeah, but he's been cut down to size a bit because he was Hyperion. Oh fuck! Is this Hyperion again? I think so. Is it? Oh, I haven't wow. bothered substantiating this with research and facts, but well, they've, I they've thought, dyed his hair blonde guy. for it. If I he knew is this guy, if it is him, so, then they've dyed his hair blonde for sure. I'm so, going to check this out. I'm going to check this well, on one IMDb. Goes, one goes looking this up. Got my phone moment. out, you know. Um, while, while she does that, um, Malthus gives this presentation about the weapon. So here's the chest. It's it's in a cabinet in a room with all kinds of security measures. And Malthus talks us through these measures. So we've got alarms. It's a locked room. There are bells that will go off. There's invisible spider thread or in, invisible alarm. In, invisible thing. thread so, made with spider silk and human hair. And you are correct. It. This is Hyperion, the sun titan. Mm. Wow. Yeah. His no, hair's been sun bleached. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. I wouldn't. Rec- I didn't recognize him. There you go. Ah, well done. Well done. Because we one. did. We did point out on that episode the Titans that we were going to see him again. Did we? Yeah, you did. Did I? Well, go and listen to it if you don't believe me. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've written here that I think this warlord guy, the the fat one, is quite a good actor. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm quite. Yeah. I'm quite. Um, what do you call it? I'm quite taken in by his performance. Yeah, we're we're yeah. onto a run of actually quite quite good guest actors at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he's shown them with the security measures. He even shows them the key like an absolute knob. And yeah. here's the key you would need to get into this locked room. It's just it's here on here my belt, on hanging my loosely. Belt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one's ever made a copy of the key before obviously <laughs> that's impossible so here's some fun autolycus needs a distraction to to case the joint and he yeah. offers xena i mean cherish yeah as a distraction while he cases the joint and he said Cher- cherish loves to dance yeah he's gonna she's gonna do the dance of the three veils and she's the like we've only got two veils you know <laughs> <laughs> And as as we noted a few weeks ago, Lucy can dance. Yeah, she can wave around a bit. Sort of a belly dancing sort of thing she's doing. Yeah, kind of sinuous and seductive, but with a hint of violence. It's Yeah. More it's of okay. a hint, actually, because like, at some point... It's okay goes, if you like that kind of thing. <laughs> and self. Are you, having a th- are you having a wee hot flash there? Um, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> she, it's, I mean, it's more than a hint of violence, because at one point she does the pinch on some on a guy's neck. And I was like, yeah. oh, I'd better time this. But she never takes it off. Does she just kill that guy? I yeah, mean, she just like, yeah. casually kills someone through the medium of interpretive dance. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Autolycus is, uh, first of all, trying to scope out the chest, but um, Hyperion, the Sun Titan, Redux. This is, is the treasure chest, not, not yeah. 
yeah, Jerry's yeah, yeah, chest. Yeah. <laughs> Funnily enough, no one made the, a chest joke. I know. In the whole episode, opportunity missed. I feel. Um, Thank God we were here. It's it's only the most second most precious chest in the episode. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, he first of all tries to scope that out, but Hyperion Mark II is hanging about there. Um, so he instead he spies a candle with a big blob of soft wax, big piles yep. of soft wax at the bottom. So obviously we know what he's going to do with this. Yeah. Sidles up, and then next he goes to the ahead guy. and does that with it. He takes a, a, a yeah. pressing of the key. Yeah. And meanwhile, yeah. the two of them are being sleazy about Xena. Um, and uh, Autolycus is sort of hinting that she should just strip off at this point. Uh, to which her response is to um, chuck some food in his face. <laughs> which is fair. And yeah. everyone laughs and at him. And then they all laugh. kind of. Some kind of overripe fruit that she smushes on his chest. Yeah, R slash that know. happened. Then they all burst into applause. Yes, lol. And How then, we laughed. And then um, Atolica says as she storms out, she's got spunk, which is... <laughs> right. American friends, do not say this. Oh yeah, God, yeah. I, th- I was reading, speaking of Reddit, I, I was on Reddit, there was in a thread uh, a couple of weeks ago, things that are acceptable in the US that would be... <laughs> that would be um, unthinkable in the UK. And one of the things is saying yeah. that someone's got a lot of spunk or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Because um, American friends, I know for you it means like they've got a lot of character or whatever. And, yeah. uh, um, in the UK it means semen. <laughs> so... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Vile. Uh, and my next oh, note's no, after... Oh no, you've just inadvertently reminded me of some fanfic. Some Xena fanfic. Please, why? Does it involve semen? Kind of. It, it Does it involves... involve semen, like when she was in her pirate phase? No, <laughs> it, 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 it involves some... I, th- I think in this um, setup, Xena is Hades' daughter for some reason. Right. Um, and he gives her the ability to impregnate Gabrielle. Vile, why? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. You're welcome. Do you know what I'm going to do in in response to that? Go on. I'm going to remind you about the Voyager fanfic where where Seven (laughs) breastfed Janeway. (laughs) Um, And its sequel where Janeway breastfed Seven. (laughs) Genuinely, that happened. Well, it didn't happen, did it? it yeah, was it was it written. Happen. It still exists. You can find it on the internet. Um, but anyway. There, there is a worse one I could retaliate with, but I'm not going to say that on air. I'll tell you about it afterwards. All right, then. Um, so my next notes, I, I've got here... Um, my notes are very fragmented for this episode because I was enjoying it so much, I just didn't yeah. want to write anything down. Um, yeah. So I've got... Did she just kill that guy? Spunk, ooh, and then followed by, oh shit, fat dude's dead. <laughs> Fat dude's dead. So they they yeah. break into. So they've got the key. They break into the room. They plan the heist. They kind of look around, see all the security measures. They get to the um, cabinet, pull back the curtains to take the chest, and OMG, it Malthus, he dead. Yeah, fat guy's dead. Yeah, fat guy's dead. And it turns out these um, invisible strings that Autolycus did believe in were real. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so he sets off the alarm, which is. Um, appeal of English church bells. Yes. 
Yes, he's a he was a Malthus was a Malchus, Malthus, whatever his name was. He was a Malthus. cabinologist for sure. He was <laughs> you know, that's how that's how he wanted to go out. Yeah. But like and it wasn't even what do they call it when Oh, what's it called? What's it called I'm when it's for more. a funeral? When it's for a funeral and they do quiet bells? Muffled. Yeah, but there's a name for it. Bell. Well, mu- oh, it's muffled half muffled. Yeah, that was it. The pass the passing bell. Yeah, <laughs> that's what. I'm just we... yeah. Uh, I can't remember. We'll we'll we'll, we'll ask our, our our good friend Red Vines who knows about these things. Yes, that's who I was thinking of. She would know. Yeah, <laughs> she would yeah. know what the hell we were talking about, right? In a few weeks' <laughs> time, when this episode comes out, no doubt she'll tell us. Yes. Yeah. All right. Okay, so Autolycus at this point is kind of she wants to he wants to ditch the whole thing because yeah. they're, they're gonna get they're gonna get um nobbled but but xena talks him round with backstory yeah they um, both have back, a mutual exchange of backstories is, here yeah the, the backstory here is that the people she wants to return this chest to once took her in when she was at her lowest point and they cared for her and all this kind of stuff and they gave her hope when hope was gone etc etc mm-hmm. um and autolycus uh, kind of empathizes with a sob story of his own, which I can't remember. Something about well, his, his dad died before dying. he was born, then his mum died when he was young. His older brother looked after him, and then his older brother died, and he had to turn to thievery to meet to survive, and blah blah blah. You see, this is this is it's kind of like Alexander Hamilton, isn't it? Who had a um, a bit of a sob story. Mm. Uh, his his cousin died. Is is yeah. Alex got well, but his ma went quick. All that. Yeah. You might want to cut that bit out. So it was it was a bit shit. <laughs> I was very no, distracted I'm not cutting by. Anything out. Okay. All right. You're distracted I, by I my wife bit... appearing with um some yeah. I was iced drink I was, from me. I was filling while while you were gawping at your gorgeous wife, bringing yeah. you. A, I can't help it. You a, I can't help it. She's a, super. A drink. She is. She's lovely. Yeah, he's got an um, Alexander Hamilton backstory. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Except he t- t- turns into the king of the thieves. Mm, well, Hamilton was a uh, the tre- treasury the uh, true. You know, he was a banker. Who would? And what's a bigger thief than that? Discuss. Use only one side <laughs> of the paper. <laughs> <laughs> so they go back to their chamber uh, to kind of plot their next move, and it, but it turns out that someone has planted the chest in the bed. Famously, mm-hmm. the only one bed. Yep. Um, just as they discover this, there's a knock at the door. They panic. They go, "Oh my god, it's going to be discovered that we've been framed." Zena's quick thinking. She hides the chest. She pushes Autolycus down on all fours, straddles him. Go on. Uh, Zena pegs him as a distraction. <laughs> I knew. I knew it. I knew that was the word that I was going to hear. <laughs> And the guy's like, yeah, this seems secure. Better run. Better run yeah, before she starts on the rest of us. This seems secure. Yeah. Class. <laughs> Nothing uh, no, suspicious here. We missed, we actually missed, I think we missed talking about the scene where they're all together, all the baddies are together. Um, mm. And they're like, well, the, the, the bolt's gone and it won't be coming yeah. back until I get either the chest or the murderer. Now it's obvious now, it is completely uh, yeah. obvious at this point that the guy, who, the murderer was the guy with the scar from the boat, the one that they did the trick on, mm. because yeah. he gave himself away by saying, 
uh, something about Malchus. He was a fool. Um, he wasn't afraid to face the truth, but he let an assassin walk among us. And now that's ah. a direct quote from the the writing that's on the chest, which Zena read out yes. when we just when it was planted in their room that said something like, "Don't hide from the truth, face it," or something like that. Don't don't fear the truth. Don't fear face the it, truth. For to turn it. away from the truth is death. That's the one. Well done. I wrote that Good down. Job. I wrote that Class. down. Yeah. So that's... I thought it might be important later. Mm. And indeed it is. So that's completely obvious that that's yeah. the guy. Anyway. Yeah. So they put the chest back in, in the cabinet. So they, they go to return <laughs> it to its um, original place because this is the last place they'll look because they know it's not here already yep. or something. Do you, know, um, do you know, like when you're trying to find something and people say it's always in the last place you look? Of course it is, because you, you stop, stop looking fucking once looking you after found that. it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, there's a whole bit through. of there's a whole lot of shenanigans that go on here. Shenanigans and slapstick. So Autolycus <laughs> gets tangled up in the 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 rope. Yeah. Um, Hyperion Mark Two comes in. Um, and man- and Xena manages to angle him away from Autolycus while he's trying to disentangle himself. Yeah, um, she angles him away she... by pretending to be a murderer to to be to get off on the idea that someone died. Yeah, in the room. I, I was I was here because someone died in this room, and that gives me and the that warm. gets me moist. Yeah, um... <laughs> moist. And rather than saying that's a horrible and b suspicious. Hyperion Mark II says, yeah, actually, that's kind of sexy. And you thinking that's kind of sexy. And can I bury my face in your cleavage? And who wouldn't? Who wouldn't want to? So basically, Xena seduces Arkel and manages to cut Autolycus down from the rope using a chakram while being motorboated by Arkel. (laughs) It's just horrible. Yeah, it's it's worth it for her facial expressions. Yeah. Yeah, you know. It's like oh, this guy. It's it. She gives the facial expressions in this with this guy that her body language was doing uh, with Marcus in the with first Marcus. time we saw him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the things I have to do. Oh, <laughs> oh he's got um, my tits wet. Yuck. Ah, oh. vile. <laughs> uh, the, the quick, the quick thinking Autolycus um, so, turns up out of nowhere. In the persona of Centuries, so it's yeah. ah, I see you've, I see you've, uh, job done. You've, you've caught the, you've caught the murderer. You've returned the, the thing. Um, well, not caught the murderer. Well, job done. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I like the way you were just, you were desperately he- yeah, gesturing was, to me with your hands. Help! Like, help! I, help. I, I have no what idea say. what the fuck I'm trying to say. I've run out of words. Run out of words. Yeah. So. The next day, it's the next day. They're gonna they're gonna demonstrate the weapon on some local fishermen who are oh, about yeah, the, to be the wiped off the face on, of the isn't earth. It? Yeah. yeah, but first, but first, they've mm. brought someone covered in a blanket, struggling. Guess who it is? Um, is it? No, I, I, I don't know. You don't know? No, I do because I watched it. It's Gabrielle. It's Gabrielle, it's Gabrielle. and. The real Centuries has been captured has by hashtag the real Centuries. Would the real Centuries please stand up? Um, Fuck. <laughs> and see, and Gabrielle's like, "I'm sorry, Zena. I had to do something." 
And I'm like, are we to assume that Gabrielle has fucked the whole plan by just running her mouth in a tavern or going and doing something stupid for no reason? They just had to bring her back in because she's not been in the episode all this time. And they need to bring Gabs back in and we need a bit of jeopardy. And what's good, right? Clearly, clearly Gabrielle's been told to just, you just stay here. Mm. I'll go and sort this out. You stay here. Which, as we all know, is code Gabrielle for, never please does. come and fuck everything up for yeah. me. Yeah, Gabrielle never just stays here. No. What's good about this is that Xena is clearly extremely worried about Gabrielle immediately, which she hasn't always been in the past. Yes, you don't get the eye roll. It's, it's a genuine, oh shit. It's a genuine, ah, no, not my girlfriend. Yeah. Um, mm. Now, it turns out that Santiri's knows pressure points, because he, he does a, a little pew, pew, pew on... Um, Gabrielle's neck or whatever. Well, he's Gabrielle... rubbing her. He's got his fingers on her temples, which, as you know, oh, that's like, right. That's as right. you know, putting your two fingers on someone's temples is a threat. Yeah, that. Watch basically, out for those Indian head massages. Yeah, basically, right. This guy's method of murder is you know when you've been tangled. <laughs> Do you even remember that? <laughs> yes, I, of course I remember it. <laughs> I remember it being being banned at our school. Yes, same. <laughs> Danger of eardrums being burst. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard this one kid at another school like their, their head yeah, exploded. Their head their exploded. Yeah, their ears. The same old shit. Tangoed them. The same shit, man. <laughs> that was nearly as good a school rumor as the killer clowns. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Gabrielle, understandably, um, but stupidly, lets Zena's name slip at this point because she's yeah, she's being tangoed. So Zena's cover is blown. No longer do people believe she is Cherish, the the, the dancing girl. Yeah, no, she's Zena the Warrior Princess, so fair yeah. game in many ways than one. Anyway, there's a bit of a fight, right? Yeah, um, fight, fight, fight. Now, who is Mini it fight. that... Centauri's kills someone at this point, doesn't he? Well, Scarface offers Oh, it's to, Scarface. Yeah, Scarface um, says he's going to kill Zena and Gabrielle. And Autolycus and Xena accuses him of killing Malthus and stealing Jacuz. the chest. Jacuse. And she proves it with the logic that we just used five minutes ago when we were yeah. explaining how we, how he definitely did it. Yeah, the, the thing about how he, he'd obviously read what was on the chest. Mm-hmm. Um, Centuries, I forget why now, but it, it hardly matters, kills Scarface with pressure points. And he does and a really dreaming. horrid little <laughs> finger wiggle thing. Yeah. Like, which I remember, I remember people doing on play school. Can you wiggle your fingers like this? <laughs> oh, horrible! Wiggle at the screen. <laughs> oh man, look this guy, so, this so actor does, man. Yeah, he's he. This is full pantomime. Yeah, it is mode completely. Again, isn't it? It's so it's and he, so good. He does though. lots of posing, lots of um, kind of cod lots kung of fu posing, posing like a twat. Yeah, with fingers akimbo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just, it's horrid. It's horrid. <laughs> it's more than horrid. It's silly. Yes, it's it is so silly, but. Silly. Stop that! He... It's silly! <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, Zena rescues Gabrielle, obviously, because that's what happens, and they. Yeah. But the guys, he, kill, he kills them with a stupid little rhyme as well. It's so good. I've written it down. Uh, oh. It ends with, I explode your brain! <laughs> <laughs> I was disappointed there wasn't a special effect to go with that. He oh, just died. I was been, hoping right? there'd be... How good would that know, have been? Brain explosion. <laughs> Blamange or something coming out of his ears. Yeah. So then they run off and um, Gabriel um, 
has got a bit of a headache and Zena gives Zena I've written down Zena gives her girlfriend a neck massage. Um nice little bit of like cracking noise as she <laughs> added yeah. on. Bit of rhubarb in cracking noise as she rubs the neck. <laughs> uh, no, so you can't rhubarb cracking noise. Rhubarb is just speech. Oh, okay. So rhubarb is not rhubarb is not no. just any thing that's been overlaid. No, no, it's rhubarb. Not just any is... old sound effect. Quick, she's getting away. So, Get her. so basically, it's only the only acceptable rhubarbing is it's automatic fil- it's dialogue fil- replacement. Yeah. Oh, oh well, shame. Well. Anyway, yeah, so there's a... There's We've a, not had any rhubarb yeah, this episode, then. Yeah, I don't know if I've... Oh, no, no, there is some. There is a literally a there they are, get them. Okay. Coming <laughs> up. All right, then. <laughs> um, Hyperion Mark II is very cross about all this. He's He's got some anger management issues, but he wants to press on and test the weapon. Yeah. Um, I glazed over a bit here because there was a scene with Xena and Gabrielle where Xena's giving the neck massage and she's talking about Hercules so I just I you said that so sort of don't that part. well basically right they've sent Gabrielle to follow the baddies and leave um a trail of red breadcrumbs for them or rocks oh, meanwhile right. Gabs and Autolycus have gone back to the main castle I think to get Xena's I think to get Xena's proper clothes and weapons I think for reasons but they have a chat while they're there Hermotolicus uh, yeah. about Hercules and how, um, and how you know they like loved each other or whatever. Anyway. Um, for some reason they did the these two are about to kiss camera angle with uh, Zena and Autolycus. You know when they when they, when you show yeah. two characters from the side, that's the these oh, two I are think, about I to kiss Autolycus camera. I think is angle. angling. I think Autolycus is angling. He's hoping for, for one, but... but like nothing happens. You know, so no. it's like. Mm, Okay, that's pointless. Um, so there's a bit of like uh, almost romantic music, and I, that was the only scene in the whole episode that I felt was a bit weird. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Gabrielle you, immediately you, gets herself captured again. You didn't again. think the guy, the guy in the turban making kung fu noises and pointing his wiggly fingers was weird? No, that's one hundred percent in the tone. Okay, yes, that's one hundred percent in the tone of the episode, man. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got more to come. Anyway, he catches Gabrielle, obviously, almost immediately. Gabrielle's doing a lot of getting captured still in these early by, early by, by the same person multiple times By in the one same episode. person multiple times. It's not quite as bad as the Toxiest Masculinitis episode no, where she got captured but, three times. But yeah, so Centurius captures her for a second time. Yep. Um, um, this is where we get the rhubarb. Um, Xena and Autolycus go to go to follow this trail and, and we get a there they are, get them! Yeah. And there's a there's a, just a mini thug fight um, and Autolycus stays to fight these guys off while Xena rides off to find Gabrielle. Yeah. Um. We then go to the cave. The cave of have, wonders. No, wait. The cave of, the cave of wonders. The generic cave um, of Xena's set design. Yeah. So we've got the, the, the villagers who are about to be um, weapon tested upon. Yeah. Uh, all the baddies got, are there. We've got Gabrielle's all there. the baddies. We've got Gabrielle as hostage. Mm-hmm. Um, but Xena turns up and has a pressure point fight with Centuries, which is kind of a big set piece. Yeah, pressure point um, fight. And like my yeah. wife watching it immediately started singing the Kung Fu fighting song. Which <laughs> I would like to say is perfectly okay for her to do because she is Chinese. Yes. So she's allowed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> 
but don't let us catch any of you guys trying don't let it. none of you white people better do the kung fu fighting noise yeah um <laughs> when you so, see this there's so there was quite a a big um fight with imaginative pressure point stuff i've summarized the whole thing with these following words he looks so stupid also he dies <laughs> <laughs> well i summarized it as um pressure point fight you can really see the hong kong action movie influence here mm. yeah you and can. Yeah, and yeah, obviously she kills him because she's better at pressure points than him. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's and interesting. It's, it's, it's a slightly more. It's just a bit of a, a bit of different, you know, bit of something different than yeah. her usual fight, fight, fight. Yeah, she's got many skills, as you know. But obviously, she gets to do a proper fight, fight, fight after this. Uh, does she? Yeah, there's all there's right away. Then after she kills him, everyone else is like, "No, we gotta get her now," and like. There oh, starts yeah, I, a proper fight, that. and Atollica disappears, yeah, kind of, and they fight they, all the guys they, off. And at one point, she does the thing she, I've never seen her do this before, and I don't know if I ever see her do it again. Where she, um, a thug's running up behind her, and she puts her um, sword between her legs and stabs him right in the balls. <laughs> what have you got to say about that, Doctor Freud? <laughs> So, yeah. Now, we don't have time to unpack all of that. Right no, now. we don't have time to unpack all of that. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, anyway. I'd, I'd, I hadn't made any notes on that because it, it's kind of, well, she, she'd already beaten the boss. Mm. So it's like, oh, just. Yeah, just they've tidy, done it backwards, haven't they? Kind of done she's it, done it the wrong way around. Yeah, they, um, she's beaten the boss and now she's got to beat the minions. That's right. And while she's doing that, Gabrielle ushers the hapless villagers out of the mm-hmm. cave. So they're safe from the demo. But Arkel, um, Hyperion Mark II, yeah, he's still he's still kind of raging, and he wants to use this weapon and see what it can do. So he it's goes away from the box, <laughs> and we know for sure now what it is because we've yeah. seen this scene before in yeah. another film. <laughs> Indiana and Jones, it's our, uh, our second Indiana Jones reference. <laughs> well, second very blatant one because it's it's clearly the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. So you've seen the scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark where the box is opened and Indy says, "Whatever you do, don't look. Whatever you do, don't look." But this is subverted because yes, we know the op- that to turn away from the truth yeah. is to face death. Yeah. So he opposite, opens the box. It's opposite the... Indiana Jones, and you have to yeah. look at it. Yeah. 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 Well, you don't have to look at it, but you you just have to not run. Mm. Don't run from it. Not run away. Uh, Unfortunately, so Arkel can't just... parse this extremely obvious advice from the top of the chest. Maybe he can't read. Eh, don't know. So he's he's opened the chest. The bright light comes out just as it does in Indiana Jones. He's kind of horrified but fascinated by what he sees. He backs away, runs, and then Zena realizes they mustn't run. So whatever you do, Gabrielle Autolycus, whatever you do, don't you know? We stand and face the truth. Um, Hyperion Mark II runs and gets torched into a bad wax model on the floor that looks kind of like a, a crime scene. Yeah, it does a bit. Body, but yeah. Um, they, they go and have a look at the chest, and it's got these it's got these weird stone tablets in with some mm-hmm. some really weird advice, like "Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal." Altolikus is like, not... no one could live by these rules. Yeah, lol. <laughs> <laughs> so we know now that Zena's friends are the Hebrews, the the Jews, the people of the book, which I think is what she calls them later, because I think she? they're going to crop up again. I don't think she calls them anything, does she? Doesn't she? 
Oh, okay, but I don't know. We, I mean, we, know. we meet, we meet, fucking um, King David, David, and in a later episode. But they're not, they're, they're not the same people as these people. Okay. Yeah, these guys are never mentioned again. Um, these okay. guys, maybe it's like, a different tribe that has the Ark of the Covenant to David's tribe. You know. Oh, Who knows? I don't know. They're wandering around I, New I, Zealand. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I've read the book, but I learn better from watching the film. So yeah. If you casually good... dropped into our chat the other day, um, which I probably mm. knew already, but I had forgotten that you've got a theology degree. Um, well, so half, all these I've times that I've been degree. explaining the Bible to you over mm-hmm. the last few episodes, you yeah. know, that's it. It's embarrassing now. <laughs> I read it. I read it. <laughs> I've read it as well. I read it when I was a teenager because I was looking for things that I could argue with my mother about. <laughs> that, that seems like a, a fairly rich source <laughs> a little bit a little bit yeah anyway so they hand the co- the Ark of the Covenant back to the guys who acknowledge that Autolycus is truly the king of thieves and they pay him the promised reward the promised monies yeah um, it, it, so Autolycus is angling for a kiss again at this point but he, he gets um Handshake, hearty mm. handshake instead. Though he does turn it into a, a kiss to the back of Zena's oh, head. Oh, it's suave he's... as fuck. Ah, oh. ah, it's almost enough. It's almost enough. I know to you turn a lesbian's head. Yeah, close. He's not as attractive as Draco, <laughs> or is he? But he gets a nice big handshake off Gabrielle as well. Yeah, which is good. Um, <laughs> but after all his posing and swagger he turns out to be a soft touch after all because as the um the hebrews or you know the tribe right away we see the money bag that that they gave him in reward has been tossed into a basket on the back of the cart so he's actually returned his yeah he did it all for nothing to them so he's, he's and a gabs is like if i'd known that i wouldn't have stolen this ring because that's what the handshake was all about <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was so good. What a great ending. Yeah. And there we have it. So, for me, this is one of the best episodes to date. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a 10 out of 10 episode. That's my rating. 10 out of 10. Uh, there's nothing you could change about it. It's perfect. This is one slightly right. weird scene, but fuck it. Who cares? Um, I, I was going to go nine, but but yeah, when oh. you think about what, what could have been done differently to, to up it, I was so happy through the whole episode. It made me smile so much. I was yeah. laughing. Great acting. Great guest star. Great introduced character. Uh, Zena and Gabrielle were good together. They had a nice back and forth. They weren't together a lot, but when they were, it was good. Yes. Zena um, got motorboated, which is always a, a fantasy, uh, isn't it? You know, <laughs> you pull the face, but no. Um, uh. She looked good. No, I don't I, know I, I, I've I'm... written here, Zena looks good this week. Something about the hair. That's what I've written. Oh, yeah, she had floofy hair. She had She'd good hair floofed. this week. So basically, yeah, was, to be was... honest, uh, like, what more could you want? What more could you ask well, for? Well, I'm going to go nine, actually, because Gabrielle is still chiefly, she, she's a hostage here. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I'll watch this episode again a million times. Okay, well, well, so we've got a 9.5, okay. which is, I think is our best yet. It is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, our so highest mark bard, so far has been 9. The Bard's Eye View for the Royal Couple of Thieves is 9.5, 
we will return next week to talk about the next episode which is the prodigal yep so we'll see you then bye bye thank you for listening to this episode of a bird's eye view with me wonko and her professor flim flam follow us on twitter at bird's eye podcast and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice we're on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify and amazon and of course on the podbean app feel free to leave us a review but only if it's a good one bye